Hey guys, thanks so much for listening to the podcast, but before we jump into this week's episode, I want to give you a little fact of the day. Most of our listeners are women. Shout out to all you ladies. Um, But ladies, I got a quick question. Are you married? Do you have a boyfriend? Do you have a best friend that's a guy? Maybe they're like me. They like to shower uh, a lot. They wash their face a lot. And so I use Mary Kay Men Daily Facial Wash. My mom got me started on it. She got me started on the Advanced Facial Hydration Sunscreen. Uh, SPF 30, I throw that on before we got on the lake or any time during the day to make sure my face doesn't burn because my face is the first thing to burn, especially my cheeks. And then I use the advanced eye cream. Why? Because I stay up really late, wake up very early, and I am exhausted. But the great thing about the eye cream is it helps the bags and dark circles under my eyes not look as bad so people can't tell that I've been staying up all hours of the night. And one product that I use that's not from the Mary Kay men's line is called TimeWise. It's an age-minimized 3D night cream. I really have to use a lot of lotion at night. Especially after I shave, my face dries out, especially as it's getting colder weather now. And I love the smell. I love how well it moisturizes my face. Uh, So ladies, get them for your men. Um, Obviously, Mary Kay has tons of products for women as well. Or to all the guys listening, um, try any of these products. And there's more products than I just mentioned, but that's what I use on a daily basis, and I love it. Uh, You're probably thinking, how can I get these products? Well, I'm glad you asked. My mom, I call her mom, but her name is Tina Hearn, T-I-N-A-H-E-A-R-N, and you can find her at www.marykay.com forward slash forward slash T Hearn. That's marykay.com, two forward slashes, the letter T and Hearn. That's how you find her. So you can get all your products right from your computer. You can order them online, get them shipped right to your door, and you won't regret it. Um, She has helped so many people as an independent beauty consultant with Mary Kay not just me. Bethany gets a lot of her products from her, um, and she has sensitive skin. So even if you have sensitive skin and you have to be careful, but she uses a few things from my mom. Maybe your skin's a little uh, drier, so you use these moisturizers like I do. But I recommend these products, and you will absolutely love them. So you'll want to check them out. Like I said, that's marykay.com forward slash forward slash T Hearn. Reach out to her ASAP. Thanks so much, guys. Let's dive into this episode. Hi, I'm Kenneth Tyler Hearn. And I'm Bethany Hearn. And this is the Free Life Podcast. The podcast where we learn how to walk in the free life, what that means, what that looks like, and we want to help you guys live your free life as well. Because who the sun sets free is free indeed. Hello, everyone. We have our air fixed. As for right now, everything is taken care of. Praise God. Nothing's broken. Nothing's out of order. Hey, hey, hey. Shh, 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 shh. <laughs> you can't say those things out loud. <laughs> it's like, it's, is it? It's like saying the Q word in a hospital. Everybody, mean, will, everybody will literally strangle you. I was about to say, it's like the other day. Uh, uh, it's, oh, Q word for it's quiet. Or it, right? Mm-hmm. It's, or sl- I thought it was slow. Either one will. Oh, yeah. Those are, those are like cuss words. I was about to say, because in a hospital. Somebody the other day, oh, at Waffle House, they were like, 
oh, I don't want to mention the keyword. I was like, I don't know what you're talking about, but I feel very uncomfortable. And then we left and you were like, oh, it just means quiet. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, because I had my badge on. She was asking me about work. True. Because we had met for lunch. True. But, yeah, so maybe I won't go that far. But <laughs> as of right now, everything's fixed. Um, we had a few people reach out to us after listening to the uh, one of the episodes where we talked about our TV's messed up. But our TV's fixed. Um, our AC is fixed. Um, now I won't tell you what it cost us to fix this AC. Praise God, I am now making up for it, and I'm running my. I'm getting my money's worth. Our AC has been on for three days straight, um, but everything's taken care of. So with that being said, it's hard to believe that it's almost the end of the year. I know. Like it, it, it's mind blowing, but the reason I say that is because. I feel like we were just like, oh, 2021, finally, we're done with 2020, and now I'm still getting it. I don't know about y'all, I'm still getting over 2020, and now we're almost at 2022, and I don't think I'm ready for it. <laughs> I know, it's so crazy, because, you know, just planning this, you know, these are the last four episodes of the year, mm-hmm. and our season. So, like, the end of these four episodes will be the end of season one. Which is crazy because I feel like we just started the podcast and we're already to the end of the season. Yeah. And end of 2021. <laughs> so, yeah. So, with that being said, the next four episodes, uh, we're going to hit a passage of scripture. Um, and we've got it narrowed down a little bit, but I kind of, as always, just kind of open for let's see what kind of conversation comes from it. But. Uh, with this month being Thanksgiving, a time of thankfulness, a time of relaxation and rest, hopefully, or if you're like me, you're getting ready for Christmas um, already. But we really wanted to take, uh, just kind of take apart and discuss Psalm 100. Um, Psalm 100 is a song of praise for the Lord's faithfulness to His people. It's a psalm of thanksgiving. Ergo, Thanksgiving and, and, and relaxation, and, and God is faithful for all that He's done, and we're praising Him for this past year. Right. And That's how I kind of take it is, you know, Thanksgiving, a lot of people take it as, oh, we come together, we eat a whole bunch of food. Praise God. I don't like that part because I don't like any other food. But anyway, <laughs> I take it as a time... To really, like, we're kind of wrapping up the year. It's kind of coming to a close. Kind of just looking back on the year and, you know, just seeing what God has, has done for you to thank Him for, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I know. Because usually we get together for Thanksgiving and it's like, oh, I'm I'm thankful that we're able to get together with family. I'm thankful for, you know, right. this and that, the Macy's Day Parade. But like you said, it's more than that. It's thankful for a whole year. Right. Because by the time Thanksgiving rolls around, you've only got four weeks left of the year. Right. So so it's thankful. But so this episode, um, we're going to take the first two verses. Um, it's only five verses. Um, but So we're just going to take it apart the next few weeks. But Psalm 100, verse 1 and 2 says, Make a joyful shout to the Lord, all you lands. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before His presence with singing. Um, and so this episode, we want to talk about, it probably goes hand in hand, joy and gladness, um, shouting and singing. Um, probably my couple of my favorite words is joy and shouting, singing, 
Well, you're always singing. I'm just always loud. Um, <laughs> like I said, you're, you're making a joyful noise. Whether it's good or not, it's joyful. Yeah, and it's, um, I think I actually, we actually told our worship leader that. Our worship leader at church asked me to sing, and I said, Bethany won't let me. She says I can't. Um, you can keep a tune. I can okay. sing. It's just you say I sound like the Beverly Hillbillies when I do. No, that's a true statement. <laughs> but, 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 yes. Yeah, so it's, I can't say much about that. It's... And I think I it reminded me of, and we may have made this statement before, that joy is more than a feeling. Joy is more than happiness. Joy right. is more than, you, you know, I, I, when I think of it, um, that happiness, we usually use the term, oh, I'm happy because the day is sunny. I'm happy because I'm on vacation. I'm happy because, you know, whatever, whatever. But joy... Um, in First Peter, it's, it, it talks about joy unspeakable and full of glory from God, that right. we can't explain it. It's, it's full of glory. It's full of God. Um, and so sometimes it goes beyond what we feel or what we think. Um, and, and I'm also, like I said, my two favorite words, joy, because it's always fun to be joyful, and shouting. It's good to be loud. It's, you know, people always hear you. It's always, um, and, I, and I thought it was interesting because when you study these, uh, when you study shouting, I did not know this. Um, shouting, I looked, I looked this up. It's American psychiatrist yelling might trigger some endorphins, a natural high. They, you might feel calm, and it wait, might wait, wait, even wait. be a little addictive you if you shout. Hold on, hold on, freeze. Repeat that. You said American psychiatrist said this? Yes. Okay. Yes. You kind of blended it all together. You're like, American psychiatrists shout and they scream. And I'm like, wait, wait. wait." I I read a study that says yelling might trigger some endorphins in your brain. It makes you happy and feel relaxed by shouting. Now. That's why the hype man is there. They're like, everybody scream. Yeah. Yeah. And what's weird is, is they say that if you yell out of anger, it does the opposite side effect. Like if you yell at, if parents yell at kids, if you yell at your house, they actually say that your children are more likely to have um, high blood pressure, anxiety issues, and all this stuff. But in the other part of it, like you said, you start hyping it up, especially in this context of joyful shouting, it can make you feel stressed stress-free. It can give you endorphins. They even said it's like a runner's high, but I don't think I've ever had a runner's high because I don't run and go, I feel so much better. Let me keep doing this. No, I run and think I need to stop. Like, anyway. But I just thought that was interesting that they say that shouting uh, can give you endorphins. So to all of you saying... I mean, it makes sense. Yeah, I mean... I mean, after a concert of screaming your head off, you're like, man, that was great. Yeah. And it's, Let's do it again. <laughs> and it's it's crazy that the definition um, of shouting and, and the meaning of this term in, in Scripture, and I know I read New King James, and you know some people read different versions, um, it means to split the ears. And it comes from a word in Hebrew that means to disfigure, especially by breaking. Implying that you're so loud, you're breaking glass and eardrums. Like those opera singers that can shatter glass and... I wonder if you could bust eardrums. But anyway, 
So I say all that, you know, it, it's joyful shout. It's a joyful noise that everyone can hear. Mm-hmm. It's that, and obviously I don't think we should be running around shouting and screaming at people. Right. That's a little weird. Um, but it, it, maybe I read in a commentary that it kind of, or maybe I thought about it, it alludes to a shofar. It's a loud noise. It A shofar is used as a time of, you know, a, you, they use it on the appointed times of fall feast, the spring feast. They mm-hmm. they use it as a time of celebration. When Jesus returns, there will be trumpet sounds. You know, it's it's a it's a loud noise that everyone can hear, but it's joyful. So everybody knows you're excited, you're glad, you're happy. And there's people like me who's like, settle down. Yes, yes. Why there is no reason to be that loud. <laughs> so I hope I hope God. When he, or Jesus, when he comes back, his trumpets are very loud to people who like that and very quiet to people who don't. Oh, my gosh. He Lord. will shield our ears. Good Lord. <laughs> but but it's... Uh, goodness gracious. And I also thought it was interesting that from a, you know, coming out of spiritual warfare, uh, if you study this, the word for shout, it could mean raise a sound, cry out, give a blast. Like I said, it could be a war cry or alarm of battle, mm-hmm. a signal for war, or it could be a shout of triumph, applause. Um, now, for those Pentecostal, those of us, shout with religious impulse. What does that even mean? With religious impulse. <laughs> That's us charismatic folks who uh, do the funky chicken and us holy rollers and pew jumpers. Yeah, see, I'm not really one to shout in church either. My problem, I think the reason it's kind of stopped is because I eat the microphone. And so if I were to shout, it'd blow, it'd blow the speaker. So I've learned not to shout. Yeah, Dad used to do that when he was preaching. He'd scream into the microphone and then my mom got onto him. And so when he would scream, he'd pull the microphone away. Yeah. But, now he just takes his little headset off. <laughs> but uh, but yeah now yeah now it's a it's an ear heads it's an earpiece. But um, but I just thought that was interesting that you know coming out of spiritual warfare and and now talking about a joyful shout you know it's a t- it's a shout of applause you know applauding God for the year right um, or even a signal for war or a triumph over enemies you know we've a shout of victory a shout of joy. And then that kind of takes us into gladness. Serve the Lord with that gladness, you know, right. with, with joy, with um, and and what's what I thought was interesting is a psalm is a melody, a poem set to notes with instrumental music. Mm-hmm. So I, it's weird to think that we read this, but it's a song, so it's more like a song. So like we could go go about our day and like sing this to a tune. But this is what reminded me of SpongeBob, because I was like, we're supposed to sing this, and I was like, make a joyful shout, and I was like, Mr. Krabs, I have an idea. (laughs) And then, I don't know, that's just just what I thought, and then I was like, loud for all to hear, so then that's when I told you I thought about... I don't like your tone. I'm sure you are. (laughs) Buddy the Elf. Uh, the best I'm way to spread store. Christmas cheer is singing loud for all to hear. And then her, I can't sing. Yeah, you can. It's just not like talking, but louder and longer. <laughs> but yeah, I caught you trying to sing it. I'm in a store and I'm singing. I'm in a store. There's no singing in the North Pole. Yes, there is. 
Okay. <laughs> anyway, anyway, with all that being said, um, you know, we, we, this. I think, yeah, I think it's interesting that it says, start the Lord with gladness, because how I see gladness or happiness different from joy is like gladness and happiness, I feel like, is a feeling. You know, serve serve the Lord with gladness. You have to, you know, not make yourself be happy, but you want to do it with happiness. You know, you don't want to look depressed and and do something for somebody and they're like, wow, well, they, you know, really seem excited. Yeah. You know, you want to exude this happiness. And then I feel like joy is more of an inward mindset. Yeah. You know, it's 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 more of a spiritual thing. It's it's being joyful all the time. Even though you may not be happy, you can be joyful. Yeah. And I feel like that's kind of where it, it it's different. God doesn't say, be joyful in serving me. He says, serve me with gladness. Yeah. That's, that, that's an interesting take on it. I was studying it, kind of just going back over some stuff while you were saying that. And, and, and yeah, it, it's... I kind of joked about almost being Christmas, um, but the 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 meaning of gladness means to be merry. You know, like you say, it's it's you know, joy is is kind of an inward feeling, but merry or gladness. Um, I guess I'll allude it to Christmas. You know, that's why I love Christmas because it's it's the atmosphere around you. It's kind of what you feel. It's 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 the Merry Christmas. It's the merry right. season of stuff. But joy is, you know, you may not always feel that merriness. You may not always feel that gladness, but you can always feel joy. Um, or maybe I shouldn't say you can always feel it, but it, it's always there. Right. Um, it's, it's you like, can always be joyful. Yeah, it's, it's, it's like anything in Scripture. Peace, you know, patience, kindness, all the fruit of the Spirit. Right. Um, the fruits of the Spirit, I should say, all of them. You, you may not feel it or... or, or but you, you can have it. It's there for us to attain to or right. a, to have. I, it, maybe that's. Um, and, and so it's interesting that it just that could that could mean so many different things. Shout for different reasons, and and then it goes into singing. Um, that kind of back to the point of the psalm. Obviously, we're probably come before His presence with singing. We're probably not going to sing Psalm one hundred. You're probably not going to sing like SpongeBob or Buddy the Elf, whatever you find. But it's because I, I don't necessarily know if we're going to add lyrics to this. But it's to, to me, it reminded me or it made me think of. I think we've talked about it before. Worship is more than just music. Worship is is I'd say I, this is probably going to sound lame and cliche, but it's it's like the worship of our heart. It's it's we're not singing this to melodies, but it's it's something. Okay, today's a rough day. Psalm one hundred. Be joyful, be gladness, sing a melody unto God. You know, right. being and, and and that's some more facts that I really started looking up. Is you know we always talk about worship being the music or worship slow, fast, whatever music. Mm-hmm. Um, and we know worship. Um, you know, Lucifer was the angel of. Music scripture tells us that he was one of the high angels um, with, I guess, authority higher, like Michael and Gabriel. Right. And, and so he was the one who put together music. I think scripture even says that he had music exuberate from him. Mm-hmm. Um, so we know that. 
But I, we, we, I mean, we know that worship's important and how it's good. But I, right. I thought this, some of these facts, in a 2017 study, they did some test results. Oh, I think they tested someone's spit. They tested people's spit. And after singing, there was less cortisol in their spit than before they started singing. And cortisol, it says, if there's less cortisol, there's less stress. Your body produces cortisol when they're stressed. Mm -hmm. So singing relieves your stress. So going back to what we just talked about, you know, you stay with joy and gladness because you're singing and shouting at the time of victory. Right. And then in another study... They said singing, drumming, and dancing in a group Mm -hmm. triggers the release of hormones that raise your pain tolerance. Is that why at high school dances, boys always do stupid things? (laughs) Because that would make so much sense. They try to do backflips, and you know you can't do the backflips. And and maybe this is another kind of a different subject, but they said it's it's also more about being together with other people than the music itself. So why corporate worship and singing and doing it together is important. Right, going to church and all that. But but yeah, I thought that was interesting that um, going with this scripture... You know, maybe you don't sing it, but you're saying, oh, it's a it's a tough day, but I will be joyful in all things. I, right. I will be gladness because when you're singing worship, it reduces your pain tolerance. And you may not be physically hurting, but the pain of what you're going through, the... the, the it reduces your pain. Yeah. You said pain. Anyway, so, yeah, I get what you're saying. (laughs) And then, like, researchers found that singing songs learned at a younger age Mm -hmm. caused a spontaneous return of autobiographical details. Mm -hmm. So it's said for people that with Alzheimer's, they forget a lot, but it's a lot of the things they can remember are lyrics of songs and sometimes even melodies. And then they go into that fact that when you learn songs... You know, the scripture trying to put you out of the way they should go. Yeah. We learn this earlier in life. As life goes on, we forget a lot of things, but we can remember, be joyful, serve the good joy. You know, we can learn a lot of these psalms or quote unquote songs mm-hmm. that, you know, as we're older in life. Um, and I find it interesting that it says, what did it say about singing? Read that part. Um, I forgot. <laughs> come before serve the Lord with gladness come right. before his presence with singing right I don't know it made me think you could also flip it the other way you know not only when you're glad sing praises but when you're depressed when you're down when you're sad you know like yeah. you said it, it can it can produce endorphins and it can do a whole bunch of things and I feel like you know when I've had a rough day, when I get in the car after work, man, sometimes I'm like, I am just, I'm exhausted. It's been a long, yeah. hard day. And then I put on some worship music, or I just I just sit there and I sing to myself. And that always makes me feel better and bring, kind of brings me back to my center. And I say, okay, it's been a hard day, but, you know, it's still okay. Yeah. God's still God. Yeah. And he's still providing, so. Yeah, and no, it's interesting. You kind of made a point that I forgot to mention. Singing, they have found to relieve stress. It boosts your immune system. It benefits your heart, increases your energy, improves memory, and fosters 
cl- uh, clearer thinking. I sing all the time, and I still can't think clear. <laughs> <laughs> they even said that apparently, I think this was more of an in-depth thing, the way you sing, if you train yourself to sing properly, mm-hmm. now this is probably more of the techniques, but your lungs and your breathing technique changes, mm-hmm. and it says it helps your lung capacity and it helps your, uh, what not your immune system, but what is your circulatory, not your circulatory system, what's it called with your lungs and stuff? Your uh, respiratory system? I don't know. Anyway. Yeah, I mean, it's a proven fact yeah, that... they were talking about... Even, you know, I'm an x-ray tech. If you can tell when a person is a smoker because they have bigger lungs because they breathe in and hold it and then they let it out all the time. I mean, that's those are breathing exercises. And you can tell when somebody's a singer because, same thing, their lungs are bigger. You can physically tell... When somebody does exercises with their lungs. That'll preach right there. That will absolutely preach. You can tell when someone has big lungs because they shout a lot more. They sing a lot more. Um, And the the same even goes for some of the studies I read for joy and and gladness that stress and anger and, and sadness, it will decrease a lot of, you know, do, do the opposite. And so I think that's a good place to end. Um, you know, the first two verses start with singing. It's a good place to start. Joy, it's a good place to, to begin. Right. Um, gladness, singing, shouting, joy all around. Because honestly, if you don't have joy in your life, like that's, that's what you need to get first. Yeah. And so that's why you we're... Need to, you need to find the Lord, and then you need to figure out how to get joy. Because without joy, you ain't going to get through nothing else. <laughs> yeah. And that's why we started this month of thankfulness and praise and, and worship and gladness with joy, singing, shouting, and gladness. That's mm-hmm. that's how we start. Um, I, I read a commentary. We always quote Psalm 100, verse 4. You know, enter his gates with thanksgiving, enter his courts with praise. Mm-hmm. But the commentary said, before you do that, you've got to start with joyfully singing, with worship, with praise. Right. Whether you're in church, we have worship at the beginning of service for a reason. It opens up the atmosphere. Or in your own personal life. And, and serving. Yeah. I think that was a big thing that it, you know, I think serving is is such a big part of not just the church, but the whole body of Christ. Yeah. Like you, you need to serve wherever you are you need to serve in your church in your community and i feel like that's so important that a a, it's a big step that i feel like we miss a lot of times yeah because jesus said i didn't come to lead but i came to serve because in order to 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 lead you've got to serve and and you know serve with gladness it it, nobody may want to do it but you've got to serve with gladness it may not be pretty serve with gladness it may not be easy serve with gladness right um and then just truly be joyful in everything that you do. So to start this month off, maybe think of something that you can be joyful for. Or th- think of think of how you can be more joyful in, in, during a situation. Think of when you serve. How can you serve with gladness? People notice when you serve with gladness and when you're mopey and, mm-hmm. and, and all of that. People notice when you don't want to help, when you don't want to serve, when you're always... Uh, pointing towards other to do it when you're right. never wanting to start. People notice that. So think of start this month with, of course, being thankful, with praising God, but find a, pl- find a time, a place to be joyful. Make a list even. Uh, figure out what you can be joyful. Figure out where you can serve, like you said. 
it's important to serve, and I think we miss it a lot. So yeah. figure out where we can serve. Right now, the holidays mm-hmm. is the probably number one time to serve because the cold weather. Um, people say that so many don't have heat, so many don't have clothes, so many right. people don't have food. Like apparently, Christmas, Thanksgiving, Christmas is one of the most depressing times of year. Yeah. Like right now is the I hate to say the best time to serve, but. There's the most need right now. Right. So so find a place to serve. Get involved in your local church and a local ministry, however you want to see fit. Mm-hmm. Um, but with that being said, so start singing, start shouting with joy. Um, remember to put gladness first. Mm-hmm. And we will see you next week unless you have anything else to say. Nope. Well, let me phrase that. I will see you next week. All of you listening, I won't <laughs> see you next week. Um, but have a fantastic week, guys.